The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Please visit pod617.com to learn about our podcast production services and view our full lineup of shows. I'm John. I'm Paul. I'm George. And I play the drums. From pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network, it's Get Back to the Beatles with Chachi LaPrette and Chachi's co-host, Beatles instructor at Suffolk University, David Galan. Okay, so Get Back to the Beatles. Thank you all very much for tuning in. We're at pod617.com, the home of some great podcasts, Fright Night, my favorite, John O'Neill, Marjorie Claprude. She's amazing, and she's on... <laughs> the network as well that's her and so we're very pleased to be here my uh, co-host mr david gallant professor instructor of the beatles course at suffolk university now our next guest very very special man now mr gallant this guy i've always considered considered him a genius i've always envied his brain he thinks like no other they should do a book on this person his name is david bieber he hired me at wbcn back in 1982 he's a my, my best friend a mentor this guy can speak on any subject, but more importantly, you're hearing us live to tape on at an event called Give Peace a Dance at the Norwood Space Center in Norwood, Massachusetts. Nothing to do with rockets. It's a space center where there's large spaces of artist collaborative, uh, art installations, and uh, music rooms, and that's where we are right now for Give Peace a Dance. I want to welcome a dear friend and one of the biggest, if not the biggest collection, collection of memorabilia, memorabilia, cultural memorabilia, including Beatles. He is the owner of the David Bieber Archives, and we'd like to welcome Mr. David Bieber to our program today. Hello, David. Oh, thank you, Chachi. I hope I... <laughs> no, I got fans walking by. Oh, my God. They're waving to me. We'll get Colonel Parker out here and Brian Epstein to get $5 <laughs> autograph photos. Thank there you, you very go. much. Yeah. <laughs> so, David, thank you for thank, being oh, here. Oh, this is such a treat to have you and all the Beatles fans out here. And actually, the greatest excitement for me is to be able to put things in front of a public that gets it, your fans, your friends, and just to show the pop culture items, the Beatle items that have been sitting in boxes, been dormant for decades. Now oh, the, sh the sun is shining on the artifacts. It is. David and I go back to 1982. And you know the Beatles' uh, butcher cover is probably the holy grail yes, it is. of collectibles. And whenever I speak in, in Professor Galan's <laughs> class, I always bring a butcher cover with me. And that butcher cover, you know, I suspect it's worth some money, but that doesn't matter. What's important is that was given to me years ago by David Bieber, such a generous, generous man. So thank you for that. Oh, listen, I know it's in good hands. I know that it belongs in Chachi's collection because that is the defining collection of Beatle memorabilia. Well, you're so unless, unless you can take a walk around here, and I got a few things on display, and maybe yes. there, maybe there's one or two things that you don't have. There are several things I don't <laughs> have, and they're on display here tonight. But what's great is David and Mr. Gallant. You know this. You've been upstairs. Yes. David has such an immense. Uh, collection that it takes up 10,000 square feet. Well, that, the, the Norwood Space Center, where I've been for the last year and a half and just begun the process of organizing the content, has been such a great experience for me to occupy an area where I can open the boxes, where I can see what I have, when I can create a retrieval system so that events like this can be dressed with the appropriate content. Mm -hmm. And it's an ongoing process. I've been at it for about a year and a half. It'll probably be another year before I really, really have everything set up. It's so absolutely fascinating, David. I, I was up there and 
Um, I had done research and was at a conference years ago at Bowling Green State University, the home of, of academic popular culture studies, yeah. uh, with the equipment of the, of the rolling stacks and the collapsible stacks. And so I was up there thinking, all this needs is a little bit more equipment because, my God, the content, and I know that's only a fraction of what is there. Yeah. And, and this is coming from someone who's a father. My oldest daughter is a librarian and an oh, archivist. Okay. And well, so, is, she, is she looking for a job? Well, <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I was talking to Chachi that she probably is still uh, in, uh, she's a director of a library now, but she's in contact uh, with um, some of her colleagues and her professors at uh, Simmons. Uh, the library have, information system, space, yes. that's the main place for a master's library information science. And probably some graduate students who are on fellowship would probably not mind getting their hands a bit dusty. Those who are going to be archivists because literally if you go down some of the, the aisles and the stacks, when I was doing that, I was going through decades and years, particular years, particular months of my life, coming of age, popular culture awareness in Boston through the late 70s and the 80s and then the early 90s. So this is this time, this is this time I was at that show. And it's um, it's a fascinating tour of, of the mind. And uh, uh, when Chachi does bring that gift you gave, uh, the Butcher Shot cover, I could tell my students teaching the course about 15 years that when I first started teaching the course or teaching the Beatles in an English literature class, that if they had a hold of a, of a pristine first state butcher shot cover, at that point, it could have paid for their education at oh, Southern yeah, University. Absolutely. Nowadays, it might get them through a half a year <laughs> without housing, <laughs> so, which, which says a little bit about the variability of the collectibles market, but more about the skyrocketing cost of higher education. Do you like old horror movies? Do you enjoy cheesy special effects? How about bad dialogue? Well, if this is your cup of green tea, then you need to hear my podcast. I'm John O'Neill, the host of Fright Night, which you can find on pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. Get your popcorn ready, keep the nightlight on, and listen to Fright Night. All episodes at pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. From pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. You're listening to Get Back to the Beatles with Chachi LaPrette. Now, David, I know that you have so many things in boxes that you don't even know what you have. But if you were to sit there today, because people say to me, what is your prized collectible? I know, I know it's the butcher cover. Do you have something in your collection that you know that is not only maybe worth a lot of money, but is very special to you? It doesn't have to be worth a lot of money to be special, but what is your favorite, one of your favorite items? Well, I'll tell you, and it actually relates to the Beatles specifically. It was something that I got when I was living back in Ohio in 1964. February of 1964, Beatlemania was absolutely at its apex. And how old were you? Uh, I was uh, underage. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. <laughs> Over 10, though. Over 10. Okay, so but, you were uh, aware. I was aware. I loved the Beatles. I was, ca- I was totally caught up. And I went past a record store and saw the window display for the Meet the Beatles album with uh, the battery charge, uh, the, the heads would go back and forth of the four Beatles, uh, back and forth, back and forth. Their hair wasn't moving because it was made out of cardboard, but 
I lusted after that display. I went into the store. I asked the uh, person behind the counter, could I have that when the whole promotional campaign is over? He said, you can have it now because they're sending me another one. Oh. I don't know. He <laughs> said they made, they made a mistake. And what they sent this uh, retail record store was uh, the Meet the Beatles display, the window display, but it had... Um, it, it did not have John's nice. head. It had two Georges. Yes. <laughs> I know that story. Amazing. <laughs> and so he said, take it right now because I can't tell the difference between these guys. But somebody at the manufacturing plant is sending me another one. I said, thank you very much. Now, le I'm sorry, let me ask you, of all the, let's talk about entertainment memorabilia, are the Beatles the most valuable or the most enriched collection of memorabilia? Is it the Beatles? The well, top of the I, I think what happens is, and there have been some strange discoveries made, you know, particularly in the 1930s during the Depression, people used to use movie posters to insulate the walls. They were so poverty-stricken, they couldn't even afford to have any kind of protection from the cold. They just used old movie posters. Things have been discovered there, old Frankenstein posters that have gone for seven figures. There recently was a Mickey Mantle rookie card uh, that was sold, you know, I think with the buyer's fee for more than $3 million. So I don't know that there are Beatles items that have reached, you know, maybe John's Rolls Royce, you know, yeah, I mean, you, right. you would know right. what the, the price on that was mm -hmm. over uh, mm -hmm. a, a couple million dollars. But, um, I, I mean, what would you say is, you know, is the butcher uh, cover the, the most valuable item you have? Well, I would suspect it is, but it depends on the condition. I've seen them as cheap as, like, 500 to 1,000. It depends on the state. But I've seen them sold on eBay still in the seal, like $25,000. Oh, wow. So it okay. really doesn't, yeah, yeah. it's not a, at the Babe Ruth level. So, yeah. But I know, you know, when you, when you have a Beetle collectible, it's like... It's not like stock. It's guaranteed that the price is going to either stay the same or go up. Yeah, yeah, it's certainly yeah. not going to go down. Well, and it's also the fun factor. The, yes. It's something that you, you know, you hear about people that, you know, buy a Superman comic book and put it in a vault somewhere. You hear, you know, even in the high end of art collectors, you know, somebody will buy a Picasso and hide it away in their mansion and it'll never be seen again and mm -hmm. won't be put on loan to a museum. Mm -hmm. I think it's a lot better, you know, even in an environment like we're in right now, that you can see these things, you can enjoy them, you can share them with other people they are a conversation starter it just you know bonds you with people who are like-minded and that's a pretty terrific experience but we got to keep our eyes on everything as well you know? yes we don't we don't want that honus wagner card walking on <laughs> so you have all of their autographs including john yes i don't have john but thank you that's good <laughs> you have the bag one collection yes which is worth a lot of money. Yes, yes. You spent it, you got it for a little money. I back got it for a little day. money back in about 1979, 1980. And yeah. now it's worth six figures. Oh. Is it upstairs? Uh, is it no, no, it's in my house. In my house. And okay. Feel free to give up my address. Well, I will not give it out. <laughs> I have it, and I'll be the only one okay. going there. All right. Well, then I know where it'll go. <laughs> yes, but David Bieber means so much to me. He is, I always tell him, I wish I had your mind. I wish I had your mind. <laughs> He can talk on any subject. He's a brilliant man. He started my career in radio, 1982, which I'm still in today. He was there for me, for my bad times, for the good times. My wife, my beautiful wife, Stephanie, and I just love you. And we're, we're so proud of what's going on in your life today. Well, thank you. And I'm so glad that you are carrying the torch forward with the Beatles show, that you are a beacon in the night, and you are a preservationist and a great quality guy yourself. 
And I always carry this with me, a recent gift. I've only had it for about a month, but I will always have it. Chachi gave me (laughs) from his personal stamp collection. From my stamp collection. From the H.E. Harris Boston (laughs) approvals. It's an in-joke, but I will tell you, David and I collected... Did you collect stamps as a kid? Absolutely. I did, too. And It's probably one of the most boring hobbies, (laughs) but I found joy in it, and I still have my books at home, Statesman book, and it's filled with stamps. And uh, David and I would talk about H.E. Harris out of New Hampshire. And you get the little envelope every month, and, and the, the price would be on the stamp, and you'd have to and, send and, in your dollar. And, and they would half. trust you. They would trust you as yes. kids that they would give you these stamps on approval. Yes. You had to look at them. You, if you approved of what they sent you, then you had you know, the conscience of responsibility of sending in the money. Yes, and you have and to you, send back what you don't buy. Right. I think Chachi clipped these and kept them. <laughs> I pulled that out of my statesman stamp collecting book. Russia, uh, Russia, 1959, 25 cents. But I will give to you, a, it was made by a fan of the show, Kathy Joyce. She made limited edition Chachi pins. Oh, my God. And that's oh me God. from 1976. Psychedelic. Yes. Unbelievable. Put that upstairs, and I'm sure your collection will skyrocket in value. <laughs> exactly. So, Mr. Gallant, our dear friend David Bieber, and we want to thank you, David, no, for coming by. The David thank Bieber Archives. Much. David, you have a website, right? You want to give that out? David at DavidBieberArchives.com. Okay, there he is, my dear friend David Bieber. Thanks for coming on. The premier broadcast of our show. Oh, Get back to the Beatles on pod617.com. Thank you, Mr. David B. Thank you, Jerry. Make sure to check for the latest episode of Get Back to the Beatles with Chachi LaPrette at pod617.com. The Boston Podcast Network. What up, gangsters? From pod617.com, it's Shawshanked, the podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Buck. Nick Stevens. You want to talk to God? Let's go see him together. Matty Blake. Come on, do it. Kill me. It's Georgie Kip. This movie has everything. Kiss masks. Lee Trevino. Shawshank. Movies that you get. Shawshanked by. Shawshank. I guess I just miss my friend. Shawshank. Make sure to check for new episodes of Shawshanked regularly at pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. In pod we trust.